This is Game Nights, episode number 43, recorded January 29th, 2017. The Lost Minds of Phandalin, chapter 37. Hello everybody, welcome to this episode of Game Nights, the show that a year later is still playing Dungeons & Dragons. I'm Sean Jennings, joined as always <laughs> by our, our favorite dungeon master, Mr. Mr. Matt, and of course by the two travelers who keep things interesting, Colby and Dan, and we are back um, in Wave Echo Cave, I, I believe, um, continuing our adventure from last time. We, we uh, If I remember correctly, Matt, last time we refought the Flaming Skull again and kicked his ass again. Um, no surprise there. Um, and then we decided what to do with the the body, whether we should chuck it into the furnace or not, Terminator style. Um, afterwards, we uh, we heard a noise. We we no, I'm sorry. We 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 walked away. We walked up some stairs to a hallway. We had two doors, right? And there was a noise coming from one door, and there was something else coming from the other door. Am I am I loosely right? There was the jelly, the jelly monster, right? Or are we talking about after that? Did we, we fight the, the jelly monster? Oh, you guys yeah. killed the jelly monster. Yes. yes. The jelly monster, and you fought the... I think that's what you were thinking of. The jelly yes. monster. Sure. And the, the skull. You fought yes. both of them. Right. You fought the skull monster a second time last... Mm -hmm. That was about all you did. and that, But then you, you made it to a door, and inside the door you hear chanting. Right. We had mm. a choice, right? Because we could go left down a hall to that <laughs> door, or we could go right down yes. another passage mm -hmm. and, and we, right when we ended we were deciding left or right what way were we going to go yes that is correct and that is where the story begins potentially for the last time Matt wanted to drag that out he doesn't want it to end, <laughs> the end so of the quest yes Minds um, of Fandelver. Yes, exactly. Um, all right, so guys, what are we? Uh, what are we gonna do? It's left or right. It's it's left or right. Left, we can go down a hall to a door where we hear some loose chanting. I don't remember if there was Matt. Was there anything distinct about the the right side? Running water. Running. We heard running water. That's right. That's right. Ooh. Do we go for the running water? Do we go for the chanting, guys? I think, if I recall correctly, last time we said we were going to go towards the chanting because we felt like that's where that where, guy's going to be. Where the action is? Yeah. <laughs> um, there was... You know, this might be fun to try. We, we don't have to. You can tell me if this is a bad idea. But I have a scroll of augury. Okay, are you familiar with the scroll of augury? <laughs> no. Okay. It says, according to the, the book that tells you what things do, um, it says, by um, you, re you receive an omen from an otherworldly entity about the results of a specific course of action you plan to take within the next 30 minutes. The DM chooses from the following uh, options. Um, wheel for good results. Woe for bad results. Wheel and woe for both good and bad results. And nothing for results that are especially um, not especially good or bad. <laughs> uh, I'm just saying, if if we wanna, if we wanna, I mean, it can't hurt. It can't. It could hurt. be. It could be more useful in the future, though. But like, but that. 
All right. Hey, if you guys just want to roll with it, we can roll with it. I just was going through my items list before we started and realized I hadn't used it yet. So, mm. I mean, I think we've been pretty bold up to this point. There's no reason to stop, right? It's only killed That's us right. a few times. <laughs> All right. Come out on top every time. <laughs> Let's just ask oh, um, Count Sal how that ended for him. <laughs> um yeah, all right. Hey, let's go for the uh, let's go for the chanting room then. I think that's a that's a fine choice. Now, um, if I remember correctly, it was down a hallway um, with a with I'm assuming a closed door. Can we see that from where we're standing? Yeah. Yeah. All right. See the closed door. The hallway doesn't really lead to anything special. It's just this this door, large uh, wooden door at the end. So, how do you guys want to approach this? Hmm. Uh, I mean, we probably walk up to the door without any negative aspects and look at the door. I mean, we don't know if it's yeah, locked. Yeah, maybe we can we can hear through the door. Sure. All right. Well, then, um, do we need to do a um, a uh, perception check on the doormat? Yeah. Oh wait, I forgot my dice. I'll be right no. back. Oh um, no! What's unprepared? <laughs> <laughs> um what's that matt we don't need to do a, a perception check no perception check figure we might get into what you drink in there colby a beer that i had in my fridge uh i think it's the dogfish head 60 minute ipa nice oh. it's pretty tasty yeah it was a, a holdover from I don't know. Someone bringing beer over. <laughs> it's the best way to get beer. Yep. Nice. <laughs> Matt, I was telling Colby, I've got, I've got in my glass, in my Super Bowl Fifty One glass. Look at that. Right look here, that. right here in Houston, Texas. I've got Crystal Pepsi. Really? That's yeah. what that is. Yeah, it's Crystal. It's not Pepsi. just water. No, it's Crystal Pepsi, but it's clear. It's Pepsi, but it's clear. That looks like water. It doesn't even look like carbonated or anything. You know, it's barely carbonated. It's pretty flat. I'm not going to lie. And that might just be because it's, you know, they got it from a warehouse from the 80s and it's been sitting around since then. I don't know. <laughs> Did you order it online? No, my, the local supermarket had it. They had a whole shelf of them. Wow. Uh, yeah, it's good. It's it's like Pepsi, but without the dark stuff. So, so does that that tastes exactly like regular Pepsi, right? Well, was, was that I remember correctly? That was like their marketing yeah. plan. The flavor is of Pepsi, but it like... Maybe it's psychology. Like, I would love to do a blind taste test challenge with this and regular Pepsi because it feels thinner. Like, it feels like there's less syrup in it, but that could also be in my head. So I want the, I want to mm. take the Pepsi challenge of yeah. Crystal Pepsi. Find out. Interesting. Now, how is that different from New Pepsi? Remember they had New Pepsi? Are you, are you thinking of New Coke? New Coke. New Coke. Yeah, well, okay. New, Coke, New Coke was sweeter than, than the old Coke. They switched uh, the sweeteners. Was it artificial versus natural well, cane sugar? No, it was just that they 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 switched the type. I don't know if it was from natural. I think it was artificial both ways, but they just used a more powerful sweetener. Basically, you know, Pepsi is sweeter than Coke for the most yeah. part, or at least it feels. You know, it, um, they switched to more of the Pepsi style of sweetener. Um, Interesting. It, it's got to do with the way it it actually dissolves as you drink it. That's why. Um, Pepsi tastes sweeter longer in your mouth. That's why they win the Pepsi challenge more often, by the way, is because you only get a small taste. If you drink Coke longer, it actually tastes sweeter, but in a small sip, um, it doesn't taste as sweet. Anyway, I think we're getting off. 
this is not up for debate. We're wrong program. Um, you can go listen to that if you want to hear Matt and I talk about New Coke, um, which we should do at some point. But okay, um, so Matt, we don't have to do a perception check. No need for a perception check. You just noticed two large um, wooden doors that um, lead into a room. You just get the sense... You, you get the sense of um, something is going on in this room, something mystical, um, and you hear the chanting, you smell the, the, the faint wisps of incense, uh, you get the feeling that this is a room of great importance. Before you enter the room, a voice in your head asks, would you like to save your game? <laughs> yes yes <laughs> yes or no desperately right, yes there's no reason to say no <laughs> mm-hmm. all right your game is now saved are you entering the room well can we can we hear what's going on inside the room can we just chanting you can just make out faint chanting do we know what the chanting means no, the chanting is in an arcane language. It's not intraconic. It is not intraconic. Uh, so not dragging cultists. <laughs> we get along with those guys so well. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we saved our game, so there are no consequences anymore. <laughs> Have there ever been, Dan? Really? We play it pretty doesn't fast appear to be that way. We always seem to make it out alive somehow. We're just uh, that good. With a notable exception of Count Sal. That's all right. <laughs> the the new that. guy's better anyway. I forgot about that. <laughs> he was a dick. Um, all right. No, I, I guess, guys, I mean, I don't know. Can Does someone want to try to stealthily open the door? Like, crack it open? Or should we just kick it down and bust if, our way if, in? Well, yeah. That's what I don't know about. Although, I feel like that's our only option. The only thing we could do is go up the other way and see if there's some other way into this this room. Potentially. I mean, I, mean, I don't think... Colby could try to sneak in. Yeah. He does have plus 27 stealth or whatever. <laughs> it's only plus 11. Only. Um, yeah, I can try that. All right. All right. Roll, roll in stealth. Uh, uh, only 15. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, so you're sneaking in the room? Yeah. The door? We're right behind you, Colby. Okay. Not really. You open the door. <laughs> the first thing you notice is that the room appears to have completely vacated and is now abandoned. The only thing that remains is a large fire in the center of the room uh, that seems to be illuminating a large statue behind it. Six cracked marble pillars line the walls of the hall. At the north end of the hall, where the fire sits, uh, directly behind the fire is a nine-foot-tall statue of a dwarf seated on a throne, a mighty stone warhammer across his lap. Large emeralds gleam in the statue's eyes. 
The dust and debris covering the floor has been swept to one side. Around the fire, you notice a half a dozen bedrolls and packs neatly arranged um, around the fire pit. A wooden table stands on the west side of the room between two of the pillars. Um, how do you proceed? So there are no, like, beings in here? Not anymore. Not from what you can tell. Oh. Was, what, uh, was, that, was that like a cassette tape player just playing chanting, trying to psych <laughs> us out? It's a trap! <laughs> um, uh, I, guess I'll, I guess I'll signal to the two of you that it's safe to come in. Okay. okay. Well, thank you for taking that bullet for us, Colby. Yeah. 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 Uh, okay, so there's this dwarf statue with the warhammer seating in, a, in a, a chair. Sitting in a chair. Why did I say seating? A table and a fire. And the bed rolls. Bed rolls. Okay, I don't care about bed rolls. Is there anything on the table? Mm, nope. Nothing All on right. the table. So anything special about this dwarven statue thing? Is the Warhammer part of the statue, or is it removable? Is it like fully actuating statue, like like an action figure, or or more like a a statue statue? It's a nine foot tall stone statue. I would say it's like a, from what you can tell, a statue statue. Okay, and the hammer is part of the statue. Mm-hmm. There are no, like, doors or any other doors besides the one we came in? That's the only one. There, there's something going on here. This is very suspicious. I agree. How do you... Let me... Maybe there's a secret passage or That's something. what I'm thinking. I'm trying to figure out who would be best to... I feel like if there is a secret passage, it must have something to do with the statue. Yeah. Oh, like one of those cheesy where you go up and you pull the hammer and then a door opens? Yeah, exactly. Very, very Scooby Doo. <laughs> <laughs> Old man Jenkins. <laughs> um, I think we should take a closer look at this statue. Okay. Anything else to see? Should I percept it? Do it. Well, you have to approach the statue first. Oh, okay. That means the statue's gonna. I was gonna say us. it's confidence inspiring. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll approach the statue. Okay, Dan approaches the statue. In the meantime, Sean and Colby are watching him, um, but not helping. Sean takes a <laughs> step forward to try to help Dan examine the statue, but realizes that he cannot. Or his feet are now stuck to the ground. He looks down to see um, what's causing this paralysis. It's an eggplant vine. And he, oh, he sees <laughs> he sees a large spider web. Ah. Colby is experiencing the same problem. Oh, Both no. of your legs are spider webs. Um, Dan, on the other hand, 
is continuing to examine the statue until the giant stone arm grabs him. He realizes that the statue has come to life and is now holding him prisoner. Uh-oh. Um, <laughs> Do I know that these two can't what move? What? Do I know that these two can't move? Yes. You're all aware that you can't move. Um, out of nowhere, seemingly out of nowhere, um, two bugbears appear from the darkness, along with four <laughs> giant spiders, um, who have revealed themselves, who are hiding on the ceiling. Four giant what? Spiders. spiders. Four giant spiders, but what appears to be a fifth, although upon closer examination, you realize that the fifth spider is actually a shadow that is being cast on the wall from the burning flame in the center of the room. You realize that the shadow belongs not to a human figure or a figure of... Uh, but actually... The outline of the spider belongs to um, a staff, a large black staff being clutched by a dark and shadowy figure. Oh, man. Now, I, I failed to ask, so, what color are these flames? Green. Flames no, go. No, I just did that just for you. You, oh, say green. you had to, you had to say green flame, but it's it's too late. Oh. <laughs> All right. Um. So the flame turns into a green flame. Green flame. <laughs> <laughs> and um, the man clutching the black staff of the spider uh, reveals himself. It themed that I must deal with you myself. A pity it must end this way. Uh, okay. How else could it have ended? <laughs> <laughs> who has... Enough. Who has uh, the quill? I have, I have the quill. Okay, that might come in handy. This seems like an intelligent person that could that could be persuaded. Mm. Just keep that in the back of your mind. The stone and the spiders, not so much. <clears throat> All right. All right. Uh, so, what is this uh, uh, Castilian Spanish wizard have <laughs> to say to us? Mm. Curious. I am my, my, most curious of you adventurers, for you have followed me all the way here to this castle. Uh, I wonder, what seems to have brought you adventurers here? What do you think? That's actually a great question. What, I don't yeah, know. Do? <laughs> <laughs> Why are, are we, we here? here? You're like, you know, that's a great question. Yeah. Let me turn that one back around at you. What do you seek? And why are you here? Uh, 
an interesting question. However, I think it's I the only not, question, really. <laughs> I am not the one who is in a position to explain himself. Yeah. It's true. You know, guys, the count from Sesame Street with a speech impediment is right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Colby. Yes. You should uh, show him the the writ for his capture that you have in your pocket. Okay. Uh, <laughs> First the... you have to read it, though. But it doesn't have to be a writ for capture. It could be whatever you want. Okay. Um... <laughs> I'm sorry, Dan. Did you say something? So I guess... No, I guess... I, that was... The, the giant, the stone giant was squeezing my ribs that I was just wheezing a little bit. Mm. <laughs> um, yeah. I guess, so I guess I'm gonna, uh, like, take out the quill and a piece of parchment. <laughs> uh, maybe, maybe we need to distract him more so that he doesn't realize that you're writing it. Excuse me, I, I start waving my arms to get his attention. <laughs> Excuse me, I didn't catch your name. What's your name again? Well, why are you making that writing? It's not because I no, you're not. You're not looking at him. You can't see what he's doing. You're looking at me. What's your name? I'm sorry, I missed that. I, I would like to call you by your proper name. You see, you, a, you seem to be a man of great stature. Ah, uh, please forgive me. I would like to introduce myself. My name is Nevinar. Um, some may refer to me, however, as the Black Spider. Where you see, I have been following you, adventurers, all the way back from Fandolin. And I am, I must say, I am most impressed with how far you have made it. It seems that every... Every conceivable adversary that I could throw into your path uh, is no match for your expertise. Uh, now, please tell me, why have you come to Wave Echo Cave? Okay, Colby, what did you write down on that piece of parchment? <laughs> so... <laughs> <laughs> um so so i we we come with a, a letter from your mom demanding that you return home immediately at once <laughs> you haven't been back to visit in far too long and she's very very disappointed in you <laughs> <laughs> that that is an interesting proposition. Colby's <laughs> holding out the letter. <laughs> and he snaps his fingers. One of the bugbear runs up. He grabs the letter from Colby and tosses it into the fire. <gasps> oh, damn it. <laughs> wow. I can't, I can't believe you would disrespect him. Will is super <laughs> offended, by the way. But no. of, oh, I guess we all could hear. Yeah. Before I dispose of you Cretans, 
I have a proposition for you. Since you have proved your youthfulness to uh, many across this great land, I feel you could be of to me. My purpose here is really quite simple. I would like to discover the secret of this cave. For you see, the forge of spells uh, resides in this cave. And I think you can lead me to it. I promise, while um, we, we journey throughout this cave, you will have full protection from my creatures and all um, adversaries in this cave. Uh, your alternative, besides helping me find the Forge of Spells, is death. Do we have a deal? What, what's going to stop you from killing us after we find it? Well. Okay. <laughs> okay. Point, point it's, taken. It's completely up to you. I think we see where we stand here then. The Forge of Spells. Uh, the Forge of Spells is a very powerful machine. It could grant whoever is in the presence of it eternal life. But you haven't been able to find it. I have been unsuccessful in trying to find this this forge of spells. However, I would let you go. You you have proved yourselves to be noble and cunning adventurers, and I I would look forward to seeing your uh, future adventures and keeping an eye on on uh, on you in the future. So, as long as you do not oppose my quest i see no reason in in spilling the innocent blood okay well it's clear we don't have a choice to do anything except at least for now accept this offer or kick his ass uh i'm just saying it's a, it is I an mean, option is it, is it looking like these webs are gonna let up like you tell me it's, it's I, i'm certainly pretty, not getting out of this predicament that i'm in it seems pretty snug, unfortunately. <laughs> All right. Well, then maybe we okay, should yeah. comply. All right. We'll All right. Do it. We'll, we'll do it. Very good, adventurers. This way. And he snaps his fingers, and the webs release themselves. Nice. You guys are free. And the, the statue releases itself from, uh, from Dan. Um, and... He pokes the statue's eyes, the two gems in its eyes, and a passage opens up. And the pat walks through the passage. We, or well, that's he, all he I had to you do? To him through the <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right, well, that's good to know in the future. All right. So you follow him down the passage. And it leads you on that... Um, it actually, you realize it goes along that dry river bend that was um, behind that giant forge where you fought the flaming skull. Mm. 
and it leads you along there. Do you think the forge was the forge of spells? It seemed pretty <laughs> mild to be the forge of spells. It was pretty unremarkable. And you get to the door of another room in the castle. I have a confession to make before we enter this room, adventurers. This room, I know, to contain the Forge of Spells. However, I cannot enter it. The only people who can enter it are what they would call the Pure of Heart, being the Black Spider and all. I cannot enter this room. For it is protected by the most powerful of magic. However, if you could enter this room and activate the Forge of Spells, I would reward each of you most handsomely. I, you know, there's something this is about this guy. Because at first, when we asked him what would happen to us if we, you know, first he's like, well, even if you do help me, I'm going to kill you. Now he's going to reward us handsomely. I'm, I'm, I'm getting mixed messages from his motivations. That's fair. Um, I still feel like we should go into the room, but I don't It's entirely know. likely that, that he will. Yeah, I think we should. I think, and we can all communicate telepathically thanks to the quill. That's I think true. What, what needs to happen here is sometime between when we step in this room and when we find the, the spell forge, forge of spells, we need to figure out a way to turn the tables on this hooligan. Now, Colby, are you actually holding the quill right now? The apple quill? Yes. Yes. <laughs> the eye quill. The eye quill, yes. All right. Sleep. All right. All right. Well, I guess we're going to go in then. Everything Colby writes with that people are. You all enter the room. Uh-oh. You notice that before you, you notice a large workshop. The workshop was badly damaged by what appears to be an ancient magic. Work tables take two corners of the room and they are scorched black. Okay. Um, the plaster has been burned off the walls. And in Frazier. <laughs> in Dropping like flies. It's just the two of us, Colby. <laughs> I also love that you two are like the Miami Dolphins of D and D players when you put your two <laughs> colors together. This is awesome. <laughs> Amazing. Um, behind the brazier of green flame. Why is Dan not here? I'm saying green flame. Green like flames. green flames. We'll do it in his honor. All right. Um, green flame crackles and dances. Behind the brazier of the green flame floats a spherical creature measuring roughly four feet in diameter. Four eye stalks protrude from its central mass, two on each side, 
In the center of the body is a large eye that stares at you. Hello, says a thick, burbling voice inside of your head. Uh, there's so many voices in my head now. It's getting crowded. Prepare for battle. Uh, I don't want to battle. Wait, so you're telling me we have to battle the, the, the creepy eye stalk monster? Yep. Uh, can we just be friends, I stock monster? No. <laughs> I need to battle you. Ah, gotcha. shit. We're a man down. Yeah. Not not the place you want to be. Hmm. How many eye stocks does an eye stock monster have? Four eye stocks and then a central eye in the middle. For a total mm. of five eyes. And a long... A really long tongue. I'll show you a picture of him. Oh God! Is that God. is that Slimer from Ghostbusters? Who the hell's that? <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Dan said his internet died, and he'll try restarting. All right, we'll keep trying to add him, but uh, I don't know. Do you guys want to pause here oh. and wait for? Oh, there he is. Hello. Hello. He's back. Hooray. Dan, just yeah. to... Uh, Guess how many times I said green flame while you were gone. <laughs> I'll never know. <laughs> Several. Um, no, Dan, since you were here, we, uh, we went into into the Forge of Spells. It was a really grungy workshop that had been all, you know, grossed out after having been used for a while, a couple tables in there, but also a flying eye stock sphere monster with four eye stalks and then a big eye in the middle and it now wants to fight us as most things do in this game where'd what's his name go where'd the black spider go he couldn't come in with us yeah, remember doesn't have a pure heart no i didn't get that part either oh um only only the pure of heart may enter the the doors and because he's the black spider that's why he needs us <laughs> Sounds so like some to bullshit to get us to fight this monster that, but, you know whatever being honest yeah so in hindsight anyways oh yeah and the monster is telepathic mm. what does that mean it means colby has a lot of voices in his brain yeah <laughs> in addition to the quill it's getting crowded multiple personalities um no, i guess it means we have to fight him i don't know what what alternative we have yeah. yep does jill want to take up a sword and help us Help. They're 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 asking if you want to join us. We we need help. We have to fight a big monster. <laughs> <laughs> she says, oh, sadly she has plans at the movies, so no. she just can't join us. Ask ask her, can I leave this and go with her instead? That sounds great. <laughs> I didn't know that was an option. Um anyway. All right. Well then I I guess we roll for initiative. I don't know what else unless you guys have a better plan. Nope. No. No. I have little initiative, but we're going to give it a shot. Why don't you show right. some initiative? What was that, Dan? Oh. I said, why don't you show some initiative Shows for once? <laughs> I rolled an 18. How's that for initiative? That's good. That's yeah. good. I rolled a 6, so you're doing All better right. than me. I got a 10, dead okay. center. Spectator rolled a 20. 20? Oh, geez. This is going to end oh, so God. well for us. All right, so that would make our order I monster myself... Colby and Dan. <laughs> I must. <laughs>
iMonster. I don't know. Wait, oh, what should I name it? Charles? I don't know. I'm pretty. I I know enough about nerd culture. It's it's called a beholder, right? Actually, a spectator. A spectator. Spectator. The Our hell biggest fan. Beholder and a spectator. It's it's similar. I think I don't I don't really know the specific difference. I think a beholder might have just like that one eye. I know mm. what you're talking about. I've seen beholders before. Maybe a beholder has like more eyes. Yeah, I don't know. Anyways. Anyway, gotta fight it. Um. So it's going first. Is that that's what I? Yep. Correct. Mm-hmm. First move spectator makes. Um. Going to use it, a. Wait, did it try to talk to us at all, or it just straight up attacked us? It just said hello. Oh wait, we're attacking and you. Now, now you're engaged. No, 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 no. It's it's. Didn't it say prepare to fight? Yeah, it said oh, prepare. Hello, and then you, you fight. It's what? like in any Final Fantasy when you say hello, and then you just go right into the combat. <laughs> this is what's that's, happening. That's not what happened, Dan. Well, let's rewind <laughs> the tape here because this is. No, he definitely said, like, prepare to battle, prepare to fight. Yeah, and I said, like, can't we talk about this? And you said no. (laughs) Well, (laughs) I don't know who to believe. Maybe these are the voices in Colby's head. (laughs) That's that's true. (laughs) Um, Confusion ray going to try to use confusion ray on colby uh, i'm already confused <laughs> <laughs> Aren't we all? yeah you must succeed on a 13 wisdom saving throw oh god or else you can't take reactions until the end of your next turn okay what's a reaction oh, a react- <laughs> oh. <laughs> basically you lose your next Oh, okay. <laughs> Six. Brutal. Just for the next turn. Brutes. All Who's right. next? I am. And I'm going to use my great sword and try and hack off some of those eye stocks. So let's take a uh, roll here on the Dice Cam 3000 patent pending. And I rolled a 12. 12. Nope. Mm. Disappointing. All right, uh, Colby, you've lost your turn, essentially. You're, you're so confused, you don't know. <laughs> help me, help me. <laughs> He's useless. So, Dan, it's your turn. Okay. Uh, longbow, hopefully. Well, it's only a face, so it'll. if I hit it all, it'll be longbow to the face. Uh, go for the eye. Go for the center <laughs> eye. All right. I mean, I guess. Sure. I'll say that I'm aiming for the center eye. Uh, here we go. Twenty-two. Wow. That hits. Nice. And it does. Right in the balls. <laughs> Six points of damage. Whoa! Six Ooh. points. That was a good. Get some, <laughs> some foley work going it's on. It's got a here metallic center. <laughs> 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 
There, ooh, that sounded good. That sounded good. All right. Um, um, it is now iMonster's turn. All right, iMonster. The new Apple product. He's using a fear array at... <laughs> fear array at Dan. Ah. Dan, you must wisdom saving throw or be frightened for your next turn. But I'm already frightened. <laughs> Having the effect of being frightened gives you disadvantage on um, your next roll. What do I have to roll? At least a 13. <coughs> okay. Seven. All right. You are frightened for your next turn. Oh, You're my God. So we've got Colby, who's confused, Dan, who's frightened. I guess I'll have to save the day here. <laughs> um, it's my turn. I will take another uh, swing at it with my uh, with my <laughs> great sword. Let's see if we do better this time. And I rolled a, just a simply incredible 11. <laughs> simply uh, the no. best. Oh, simply the worst. Uh, all right. <laughs> All right, Colby, you get you're no longer uh, confused. You've regained your bearings. Yay! All right, I'm I'm aiming for the center eye, and I got a seven, so that's that's terrible. Oh my god! Oh. Y'all. Okay, well, uh, Dan, you're frightened, but it's still your turn. You you yeah. got disadvantage. Yep. All right, longbow. All right, that's a, a 23 and then a 7. Oh. <laughs> it really came in handy that time for iMonster. Right. Monster's turn? Yes, it is. All right. All of the eyes of the monster close. Oh. And um, some waves come out of it. And you can tell the monster is telepathically summoning. Is this wave echo? All of a sudden... One of the other uh, bugbears from from um, the the black spider burst through the door. He He's not pure of heart. He's being mind controlled by the monster. Damn it! To destroy you guys. Good lord! So bugbear joins the battle. Can you roll initiative? Eighteen. Okay, that would uh, human breaks the tie. That means he goes in between me and Colby. All right. And that's his turn. Dungeons and Dragons. I have to call you back. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's hard <laughs> being so popular. <laughs> phone ringing off. What was that? That was my sister. Oh my god! Amazing. I wish your phone rang like a phone <laughs> ringing sound. It would have made it better. I think it was on silent. <laughs> All right, Bugbear is joining the battle. Yes, it, now, now is that I Monster's turn? Um, oh, I should have plugged it. I should have been like, you could watch us live. Yeah, except <laughs> you, you can't, because we're not. <laughs> you, 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 you can watch us a week live. from now. Yes. Um, you should right. watch us next week. That would make it my turn. He's going to attack... Yes, okay. Yes, Bugbear will go after me. Um, my turn, let's... Oh, why, why? The great swords work so far. Let's keep it going. 
I rolled a 10. I'm very consistently not hitting. <laughs> nope. <laughs> God damn it. This is the bugbear gets you. Bugbear yeah, right. is going for He's going to go for Dan. Um Bugbear got a 17. 17? Uh, yeah, that hits. All right. He's going to hit you with his morning star. Better than the evening star. <laughs> That's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> Nailed it. Wait, which one is the D8? Okay, I guess it's this one. One only has sides on it. That is six damage. All right. All right, Colby. Okay. Uh, should I should I go for the bugbear or the the eye eye guy? I mean, at this point, really, the eye monster is more inconveniencing us than anything else. The bugbear is the only one who's done actual damage. Like that could change at any point. You're, you're exactly <laughs> yeah. right. You're exactly right. <laughs> uh, he could keep summoning bugbears. There are more of them. Yeah, I it's feel true. like we should get rid of. We should focus right. on the, so long as there's only one bugbear. We should focus on the eye monster. Yeah. Sounds good. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go for the center eye again. Uh, fourteen. Yep, that hits. Yes. Oh my god. <laughs> I could uh, ensnaring strike the bugbear too to get him out of our hair. Oh yeah, that that would be nice. Uh, ten damage. All right. Do I remain right. frightened forever? No, it was just for that turn. Okay. Um, can I, uh, can I use my cunning action to try and hide somewhere? Like, is there any debris or anything like halfling sized debris I could crash on it? <laughs> I would love um, to have a, a super cut of all the times Colby uses his cunning action to hide somewhere. Campaign. <laughs> <laughs> There's a, like a little workbench that you could hide. You could hide underneath it. Or yeah, try to. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> try to do always a great teammate colby thank I you i guess maybe it won't work out with this like psychic monster thing but at least the bugbear won't be able to see me though it's being mind controlled so all right dan all right do so you want me to ensnaring strike the bugbear sure okay gonna do that with the longbow uh, sixteen. Um. Yeah. All right. So he so is. He's, he's I, I found my cards. Uh, writhing mass of thorny vines. <clears throat> uh, target is restrained by magical vines. Uh, the, while restrained, the target takes one d six piercing damage at the start of turn. Uh, makes a strength check. Against your spell save DC, and mine now is uh, 13. On success is read. Okay, but first, arrow damage. 12 damage. Very good. All right, it is uh, I Monster's turn. Spectator 
Okay. Closes his eye again and opens it and blasts a wounding ray directly at Sean. Sean's Sean, waiting. A wounding ray? A 13 constitution saving throw. Oh, good, good thing I got such bonuses on Constitution. A whole plus one. All right. I, I've been rolling shitty. All, I've been rolling four and fives all day. Here we go. Big time. No wounding ray. Oh, look at that. I rolled an eight. <laughs> all right. How much then damage does case, a wounding ray do? Uh, well. <laughs> um, depends. Sure it hurts. How many dice are you rolling? Sean, you take 28 damage. What? <laughs> what? Hold the phone. Ch- <clears throat> do you, no, no. Um, do you mean two? You mean eight? No. <laughs> 28. So 16? Nope. 28. It was a 3d10 three, three damage on a failed and save. I, you got, so out of a maximum of 30, you somehow rolled 28? 20, I got a 10, a 9, and a 9. I swear to God, Matt, if we get all the way to this cave and you kill me, <laughs> I'm going to be pissed. All right. All right. Tw- oh, I wrote 28. No, I took 28 damage. That's even worse. That leaves me with... Uh, with tw- <laughs> oh, God. Two? No, with 12. <laughs> This is going to end well. All right. Great. Well, it's my turn, and I'm ready to... Finally, I'm ready to kick some ass here. Um, now, Matt... W- uh, mm-hmm. I don't know if I want to burn my <coughs> breath weapon. In case we have to fight more shit later, like those spiders. I'm going to mm. hold off. Um, Good I idea. Am- I'm gonna Those just spider go... webs. They go up like this, you know. Oh, very highly flammable. Most people don't know that. Um, I am going to go with the great sword. Again, just if it, just keep trying. And I, Jesus Christ, holy shit! I rolled a ten, but you know what? I'm really furious. So I'm gonna use my action <laughs> surge where I get my additional turn. That I will burn, and I'm gonna try again with the great sword. I'm just flailing <laughs> wildly at this point. Are you sure I didn't get hit by the confusion ray? And I, all right, I rolled a, a um, an 18, finally. Okay. Thank you. And I did... Were you attacking the eye monster or yes, the Yes, the eye monster. And I did eight damage. Okay. It's painful. All right, bugbear. <clears throat> 1D, uh, okay. 1D6 damage. Here, I'll roll it. Three damage. Three damage. Bugbear is going to attack. Um, it has to make a strength saving throw to get out of those vines. Yes. All right. I guess I should do that first. 13 or higher. Okay. 11. Nope. So he's not going to break out. Good job, Dan. Dan the man. It's Colby's turn. <clears throat> We can't hear you, Colby. Oops, sorry. Uh, I'm going for the eye guy again. Uh, nine. Nope. Nope. Dan, <clears throat> what do you got for us? Uh, 
Okay, first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to cast Hunter's Mark on the eye guy. Uh, you magically mark a creature as your quarry until the spell ends, which is one hour. You deal an extra 1d6 damage to the target whenever you hit it, and you have an advantage on any wisdom check you make to find it, which will probably not be useful. Fourteen. Matt? Uh, Fourteen. Fourteen damage, did you hit. say? No. no, fourteen to hit. No. Doesn't hit either of them. Alright, well, at least the beast is marked with the thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Very good. Alright. Uh, it's I'm Monster's turn. <clears throat> All right, I monster closes his eyes. Waves reverberate out, and he summons the other bugbear, who was with this black spider, and he comes running in. So the second bugbear joins the battle. Figures. Initiative. Fifteen. For the second bugbear. All right, that puts them back to back. Bugbear one and bugbear two in that order. Then Colby, then Dan. Okay. Damn, that is inconvenient. All right, well. Damn. I, damn. Uh, then I guess it's my turn. Um. I I I don't. I should we should I keep going for the eye guy guys? <sighs> you think? I mean, does it matter? I don't know. I mean that wounding ray. I mean, theoretically, when we kill the eye guy, the, the things are going to stop. I hope so. Trying to oh, kill true. us. Oh, true. Good point. Although we've already found and entered the room, so I don't know why the Black Widow needs us anymore. That's true. I'm going to go for the eye guy. Uh, let's just okay. let's just keep going here into the dice cam. With my great sword, I roll in... Well, it's 26. No, 24. Um, which I'm going to assume hits. Wow. Yep. Correctly so. And yep. uh and I do Oh 16 damage, max damage. Uh, Boom. Thank the Lord. The spectator. Oh wait, and Bo, you do uh 1d6 extra. Oh, that applies to all of us? Yes. That's fantastic. Alright, good. Let's rub it in. I rolled a one. But anyway, okay, so there's 17. <laughs> it's fine. Hey, look, it's more is more. In your mind. <clears throat> The only sound you can hear is a loud no as the eye uh, as the spectator the eye of the spectator grows larger and larger and larger um, within it and pops disappearing ah. the bugbears come too and forget why they're even in the room in the first place but not being of pure heart they die instantly. <laughs> wow, that is yeah. not fucking around. Um, you also notice that the reactor, the the, um, the furnace, we're not in Star Wars. Reactor, the, wow. The, <laughs> <laughs> I like you that. The furnace, That's a hint, guys. The green flame of the, the furnace grows larger and larger and appears to be out of control. The, the green flames... Green flame! Um pour out of the furnace 
of the brazier. Um, until they burn, it seems like they're burning everything in the room, including you guys. Everything is engulfed in green flame. Green um, flame. However, it doesn't appear like the flames are hurting at all. Um, the only thing that you notice is that the green flames are all around you, covering you. And um, instead of burning you, it seems like they are, they, they, it almost has like a healing effect. Like it feels like they're making you stronger and more powerful um, than previously. Uh -oh. This feels um, like a Raiders of the Lost Ark moment. moment. <laughs> Close Don't your eyes! <laughs> um, you look around into each other and you identify that the brazier is the source of the very magic that suffuses the surrounding caverns. The magic has waned over the years to the extent that it can no longer be harnessed or permanently used to enchant magical items. However, each of you take a plus one armor bonus um, and a I'm plus one weapon bonus. So, to, what is it? Any plus weapon one or weapon? to a, a specific weapon? Whatever your weapon, uh, your primary weapon. Okay. So, is that like plus one? one hour. Actually. Oh. Actually, everybody roll a d12. Okay. D12. Oh, man. Instead of doing what I just did? Roll a d12. Oh, I love the d12. It's the best-shaped d. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Better than the d100, Colby? Come on. The d4 well, is pretty know. great. I've never seen a d100. So. Um, I rolled a it's, two. The, the number... The number you rolled is the number of hours that your weapons and armor are um, are uh, magically enchanted with plus one. Well, I got well, seven hours for Dan. All right. Um, serious question: the the weapon bonus is that like uh, plus one to the the damage? To is the that what that is? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I'm gonna refill um, a beer. I'll be right back. Good luck. Yeah, we'll take a break here in a minute. Um, once we kind of so, figure out what's going on. <laughs> all right, cool. Good bonuses. All of a sudden, the flames, the green flames disappear. Mm -hmm. And you're left with a treasure chest in the middle of the room. Yes. Okay. There's a treasure chest You're in the middle of the room, Dan. Oh, boy. And that's it? You open the treasure chest, and you hear a voice out from coming from outside. It's the voice of Neznar, the black spider. And he says, hey, who's grilling eggplants in there? <laughs> you open the chest to reveal just one lone eggplant. <laughs> and you turn around, and it's the eggplant wizard. Ah. Hey there, adventurers. Long time no see. What up, dude? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad that you rescued this furnace for me. After all, I'm the one that put it here. Yep, Twist! It was totally me. I <laughs> built the Forge of Spells. What? <laughs> I, 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 say, I don't know who you're trying to convince here. 
Well, the good news is I don't have to convince any of you <laughs> because I know that I built it. And all that's right. really all that matters. Um, yep, exactly. <laughs> Thanks for rescuing this forge of spells over here. Run along now. You guys can go home. <laughs> I'm not convinced. I think the we hit... end. <laughs> Roll so, credits. I'm not going to question him at all and be like, why did you do that? Yeah, why did you do that? And what happened to the black spider guy? Yeah. Do you know the black spider? And all those spiders. Black spider? God, that guy? And then the, 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 the eggplant wizard snaps his fingers. The black spider comes in, and you notice that the black spider, uh, he's, he's like kind of pixelated. And he snaps his fingers, and he says, the black spider, he was just a hologram the whole time. vanishes <laughs> in front Guys of your eyes. Guys are in the Matrix. Oh, yep. no. The eggplant Even worse, Dan, I think we're in Matt's brain. well you know how computers have a mainframe right well the the forge of spells turned out that the forge of spells this is just the computer mainframe for this training simulation (laughs) that I invented is this a holodeck episode (laughs) (laughs) you realize looking around that the the, um, stone cave is really not a cave at all it has now been returned to um, the uh, like a power grid looking kind of room of just like empty white with like a grid. <laughs> you guys have passed uh, and you may now continue on your way to more. Thank you for uh, attending this training simulation, guys. <laughs> Wait, is is any of Neverwinter real? Is this all a lie? The mainframe's having some issues. <laughs> all right. Oh, by the way, you guys each get um, two hundred experience points to split. Well, each one, each of you get two hundred experience points. Sick. We didn't. We didn't hear any of your answer to the question. By the way, huh? I you like broke up a second ago. So like oh, anything oh. you said before. By the way, you get two hundred experience points. I didn't. Oh, hear. I didn't. I just said with hard work and a little luck, the adventurers have defeated the black spider and thwarted his destructive plot. Clearing <laughs> Fandolin of the ruffians threatened the people and reclaim the lost mine of Wave Echo Cave. Their deeds will be remembered long in this corner of the Sword Coast. In years to come, the restored mines of Fandelver's Pact have riches to Fandolin and help establish peace and prosperity in the area. <laughs> Gundren Rockseeker now takes over administration of the new mine. Uh, for the event service to their family, they gladly award the party a 10% share of the mine's profits. Alright. Legit. Um, it says, by the end of this adventure, the characters should be 5th level. Is that true? Are you all level 5? No, we're level 4. No, we're level 4. 
But did we do everything that would get us there? <laughs> I think so. Because we just did got we level four like last week. What's the experience count like count for level five? It's a lot more, I think. I was just looking at it the other week. Hang on. Isn't it just five thousand? We only have like thirty four hundred though. So you're probably just as six thousand five hundred. Yeah. Yeah, we're way off. <laughs> All right. So you did it. Well, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. I'm, I'm so confused because if we did, did we save the town and free the oh, mine? Wait, wait, I have one more thing. Or was okay. it all a simulation? So you guys, you guys walk out of the training area, scratching your heads, and you're so confused. And the door opens, um, and you walk out in a line. And Dan is the one who turns around, and he sees over the top. Um, he sees over the top eggplant. Industries <laughs> <laughs> and it zooms in there. Roll credits. <laughs> okay, I, I guess we can't so argue we're with back that. Back in Fandolin, having left this like external simulation chamber, <laughs> but somehow we saved the town and all the townspeople, and we're heroes because they know well, we won the none simulation. None of it was real; it was all a simulation. But it's real to the people in Fandolin. Yeah, but no, they're not real. So it's not all in our heads. Real. They're not. Where are we now? No, it was all in, a, in a, like, essentially like a holodeck simulation. So when did the simulation adventures. start, though? Like way back 37 hours ago? Yes, right before we started our adventure. So we showed up in Fandolin and everything from yeah, the moment we arrived till now was in a simulation. Or was it our entire lives? No. No, it was ju- it was just this adventure. But what about all you the gold we the earned of, of getting up to level five? But what about all the money oh, and the true. items we collected? Uh, it's all in your simulation. None of it's real. So we don't have any money or items. <laughs> no. no, no more money or items. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> that's up to you. Do you want to keep your money? No, we're and keeping items? the stuff. We're keeping the stuff, yeah, Matt. Kind yeah, of stuff. That's, that's all. That, that's all real. That's all. Stuff and what you, what, you, what about when we went did Neverwinter Heist? Was that real? That, <laughs> that was part of the simulation, but it was it was like a like a DLC adventure. Oh, oh my god! All right. Well, you know what? So I, when Matt kept saying DLC, he wasn't kidding. We thought yeah. he was he was dropping hints, and he wasn't. We, we should have <laughs> believed him. We could have figured this out a long time ago. Yeah. But you, what it is is you guys keep your skills and your items, I guess, and all the money. And the experience points. <laughs> and experience points. And but the in, weapons. In, at no point were you any, in any real danger, except for the part where Sean died. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> and hang on, how did, how did my character enter the simulation? Am I even real? Or am I part of the simulation? Is any of this real? I don't know. <laughs> This is that, that Rick and Morty episode. You're in a simulation is inside another simulation. <laughs> this is terrifying. You've rocked our reality. The, is that the, the eggplant wizard is actually a uh, scientist working for Eggplant Industries, which is where you guys see the eggplant, and you projected it in your subconscious, and that's why you kept seeing the <laughs> eggplant whenever it would show up. He was, ma- he was there to make sure that your adventure went the right way, because everywhere along the thing, he kind of like led you on the path to the 
to the Wave Echo Cave. Guys, honestly, it, it makes perfect sense to me. So, <laughs> but, you're, but you're really adventurers living in like an adventure world of Dungeons and Dragons, except this was just a simulation to get you to, to level five. Except so for level four. We're, yeah. Are we level the five? The simulation or we... was perfect. The simulation was fraught with bugs. <laughs> probably going to lose his job over this. I was about to say, I don't remember volunteering for this, where we kidnapped and... Yeah. Is this like Assassin's Creed, where they're, you yes. know... It's exactly like that. Good God. <laughs> All right, well, I, I can't think of any better way to wrap up this extremely long, year-long quest... <laughs> Than by saying it was all, it was all a, a simulation. Lie. Yeah. <laughs> what have we done with our lives? This this is a sh- this, we're ve- we're very meta right now. We're very you know after playing Dungeons and Dragons for a year. What have we done with it? Wasn't real. <laughs> <laughs> Except we weren't being forced to do it. We voluntarily did it. It's true. Um, yeah. Well, guys, I think we've got a put a pin in it here um and and say that concludes our journey i will say um as as we walk out of the um eggplant industries you know kind of blinded by the sun which we haven't seen in a year um (laughs) confused about what went on and that the explanation wasn't really satisfactory but we didn't have a choice but to accept it um i i turn around to to colby and dan and i say uh i say gentlemen i'm i'm i really have no clue what actually happened in there but it's been an absolute pleasure working with the two of you you know if you remember many hours ago i came out here to um this is why i applied to work at eggplant industries this is how i get into the store (laughs) because as i told you guys i let down my whole tribe clan i forget what i call them tribe um i let them down um and i needed to redeem myself i feel i have done that so it's time for me to return to the delmiriv tribe and uh, and help them rebuild um not as a as a as a loser but as a hero so i thank both of you for that You're it's welcome. been a pleasure working with the both of you i hope at some point in the future our paths cross again it really has I'll continue to see 15-foot cones every time I'm in a fight. <laughs> that's, that's all I can ask for. And with that, we're, yeah. we're, we're done with the Lost Minds of Phandalin. Dear. Um, but uh, we, we've got to wrap up this recording. But guys, we're moving on to another adventure. Are you excited? I'm so excited. Would you guys like to learn the name of that adventure? Absolutely. I would. We'll tease you right now. My name? No, yours is pretty good, but okay. I'm going to give it a shot because coming up on the next episode of Game Nights, episode number 44, we will begin the legend of Shaker Heights. Get excited. It's going to be nuts, and I'll be uh, DMing it the whole time. <laughs> I'm telling you, I've got look, I've got I've got note cards, I've got all oh, kinds of shit. It's, I got books, it's crazy. So <laughs> look, Matt's gonna be joining us as a character. Um it's gonna be a lot of fun. So join us then. But we've got to wrap it up here because we're over time. So on behalf of Matt and uh and Colby and Dan and myself, thanks all of you for joining us for the last year uh along on this journey. We hope you've had as much fun as uh, we have, and we'll be back next time with a brand new adventure um right here on Game Nights. <laughs>